What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Blothers Podcast. My name is Jacob Shanker. And I'm Gorielli. We have a very interesting episode in store for you guys today. Uh, we're going to be ranking our top five NFL teams for this upcoming season. That's right. There's um, a lot of changes happened in the offseason, and now the season's going to be starting in a few weeks, I believe, a month, actually. So let's get right into it. Number five for the top five teams for next year. Yeah. Who do you have? Well, to be honest, I think it's kind of like I, – I, I think it's kind of unexpected, but I actually have the Browns. Uh, I think the Browns have made incredible strides these past few years, obviously bringing in OBJ, bringing in Jarvis Landry, uh, buffing up their defense, Miles Garrett being a, a freaking boss. Um, I think they have a very good, well-rounded team. Um, so I think I definitely think that they could succeed this season, and that's why I have them at my number five spot. Yeah, the Browns are definitely very good. I think they improved their defense in the offseason. Their offense was already great uh, going to last season. Um, I don't think I, – I would not put them in top five right now. I think it's definitely a possibility. They are a definite top ten. They're a definite playoff lock. But I just don't think they are better than all these other teams that I have listed. So, for me, for number five, I got the L.A. Rams. They already were one of the best defenses in the league, arguably the best defense in the league. And they were a quarterback away from be having a great offense because they had the factors. The running back core was okay. I mean, now Cam Akers is injured, which is unfortunate, but they had a solid wide receiver core in Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. And now they have their quarterback in Matthew Stafford, who is arguably a top 10 quarterback in today's game. So I think it's I agree with you that he's a top 10 quarterback, but at the same time, I think the, the thing with Matthew Stafford and the thing that I think was holding him back his whole career is he's, he's pretty injury prone. Yes. And so I, I don't think that they can rely on him as much as you're saying that they can, because he's an injury prone player, right? So he can start the season off well and then get injured and then finish the whole season. And without uh, Matthew Stafford uh, starting at quarterback, where do you have them ranked? Well, they won't make playoffs. Exactly. So I think that relying on Matthew Stafford because he's so injury prone puts them out of my top five. Well, the pro the reason why I think he was so injury prone was not just himself. The, the Lions were, I mean, just because they, they were a terrible franchise and they really, over the past few years, they had just have had a terrible team. But they had, an, like, mm -hmm. one part of their team that was just awful was their offensive line. And that's mm -hmm. a big thing in protecting the quarterback. That's what they're meant to do. And yeah. kept letting up sacks and sacks. And eventually that's a lot of the reason why I think Matthew Stafford was getting injured. And if you watch in some of those games where he gets injured, the defense would just plow right through the offensive line and would just – sack him but unfortunately they would injure him in the same time so I think now that he has a better offensive line a better team overall they're going to be able to succeed very well to succeed in the NFL this year I mean okay I mean I guess you're right but at the same time I do think the Browns have a more well-rounded team I think that honestly they I, I do because their defense is it's gotten better right their yeah. offense is amazing so much firepower firepower in one offense so it's 
I think that even if their defense isn't as good as I think it is, it's it's their offense can make up for it because they have so much firepower. Yes, I mean, I think this year is going to be a big year for Baker Mayfield. I think he's going to have a jump from last year, especially since OBJ is going to uh, come back. But, I mean, we'll see what happens with that team. They're definitely going to make playoffs, I know for sure. I They could probably be top five, but for right now, I, I don't have them in the top five. Okay. I mean, let's move on to number four. Who do you have at number four? Number four, I got the Buffalo Bills. I think they're a fantastic team. They were great last year. They have one of the MVP favorites, Josh Allen, one of the best wide receivers, and Stephon Diggs, a solid running back core, great coach, great defense. It's just a very well-rounded team, and there's really no flaws in this team, so I think I got them at number four. Okay. I mean, I think think, uh, for number four, I mean – with the Bills, I think I have them at number six because, because other than, you know, that amazing Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen connection that we saw last year, I don't think their offense was that impressive. They also have Cole Beasley, who's a very underrated wide receiver. It's true. Cole Beasley is underrated, but at the same time, he's not – he's not a person that you can rely on if something happens. Right. Are you talking about like if one of them, if like Stefan Diggs gets injured? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. But that's like a huge, like hypothetical with anything. Like he's obviously, but for right now, since everyone on the team is pretty much healthy, like they have a really good offense. And even like you're saying, like, yeah, they don't have a fantastic offense or like with an amazing running back and wide receiver core, like, let's say the Chiefs do, but that connection with Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs is so deadly. Like they did so much last year, not only in the regular season, but in the playoffs. I mean, they almost went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So that's why I got them at number four. I think, I think they're definitely a top 10 team. I think they're a fantastic team, but at the same time, I don't think that you can make the top five if you have – uh, if you only have one star, I mean, one star player outside of your quarterback on your offense, because look at, look at the teams, look at the teams that have been winning the Super Bowl these past years, right? You have the, the, the Buccaneers, right? Who other than Tom Brady was the GOAT. They also had Mike Evans. They also had Gronk, right? That's two star I mean, I don't players. think Gronk's a star right now Gronk is like a top 10 tight end at best he's not a top anymore I guess but he's still a guy that you can count on and obviously in the Super Bowl he played very well he's amazing right they had Tyreek Hill they had Sammy Watkins on that team if I'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. um they had Travis Kelsey obviously so that's that's a lot of a lot of stars on one offense, and that's why I don't I think that with the Bills only having Stephon Diggs as as a notable star, that's why I don't have them in my top five. I completely disagree with you because I think I mean if you if we're comparing it, let's look at the Packers, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. Their connection is was unreal last year. It's what secured Aaron Rodgers the MVP, and it's what made Devonta Adams the definite best wide, the best wide receiver in the league. There's no mm-hmm. discussion. He's the best wide receiver in the league right now. 
and they have that connection because he passes to him so often. Like, yeah, he has Aaron Jones as well, but he doesn't get the ball an insane amount. Like, he's great for fantasy, and he's a great running back. Like I said, he's a top 10 running back, but it's still that connection that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have, just like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs have. And that's it, and it, what comes into account is their team success, and they succeeded last year, and they probably will succeed this year, if not do even better. I can see what you're saying, but I don't think that you can count on uh, a special quarterback to wide receiver connection to, to win you games all the time. Because if one of them has a bad game, <clears throat> their whole offense just stops and hits a bump. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that in order to be a top five team, you need more than one notable player on your offense besides your quarterback. I mean, yeah, but I'm, I think Josh Allen's a great quarterback. And w- even without Stefan Diggs, they can still secure a win, depending on who they play, obviously. But they still have Devin Singletary, John Brown, Cole Beasley. So it's not a terrible uh, offense, regardless of Stefan Diggs. It's still a solid team. I never said it was a bad offense or a bad team. Right. I think it's a great team. That's why I have them at number six. Okay. Uh, but I just – I think that in order to be – uh, you know, a, a winning team, and in order to be a, a Super Bowl winning team, you yeah. need to have one uh, star outside of your quarterback. All right, and who do you got for number four? Um, for number four, personally, I have the I have the Packers. I mean, the Ravens. Mm, okay. Uh, I like the Ravens a lot with Lamar Jackson. Maybe not having as good of a season last year as he did during his MVP season, but still playing really well. Um, so I, I think that they definitely have, have the tools to, to win games and to be successful. Uh, so that, that's why I have them at number four. I mean, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. The Ravens are great. And I definitely think they're like a top 10 team. I probably put them at number six or seven for me, but the reason, I mean, I'm, I'm going to use your argument against what you were saying with the bills. They don't have that great of an offense. Their defense is great but they don't have that great of an offense. Mark Andrews is a good tight end. Marquise Brown is inconsistent. Uh, J.K. Dobbins is not a bad running back, but he's still very young. And Lamar Jackson, I mean, obviously his MVP season was unreal and he was not able to nearly replicate that last year, but he'll still do well this year, regardless of what his wide receivers do. But they don't really have much of a wide receiver core, even though they tried to do as much as they could in the draft, but still. I mean that that's what I was about to say. They 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 drafted two good wide receivers who do have the potential to be successful in the NFL. Right. So I think that because they have such a good defense and because they have Lamar Jackson, who's a fantastic player, um, I think that I definitely think that they can be successful even without um uh, a, a really notable star because most of their uh, most of their wide receiver core are rookies. Like their best wide receivers, most of them are rookies. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think like yeah, the, the wide receivers they drafted, I think, are very good. I think they're solid and they'll be good wide receivers. But I don't think they'll be good enough from the get go, right? From rookie year, I think it'll take them a few years to start to become even notable wide receivers. Right. I mean, the 
I'm looking at it right now. The Ravens were last in passing yards last year. Out of every single team, they were last. The Jets even had more than them, which is surprising enough. And they practically have nobody. Yeah. So I think they're, I don't think the Ravens will be finished dead last in passing yards this year. They'll definitely do better, but they, they just don't have enough on offense. They were not really able to sign any wide receivers like Kenny Galladay um, to their wide receiver core. But I definitely think in the, let's say next year, two years, their offense will start to really take shape as it will go beyond Lamar Jackson. I can see what you're saying, but I, I still think that since Lamar Jackson has been able to be successful, even without the best wide receiver core, that I think he'll do even better with two good young wide receivers coming into his offense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they'll I, – I think it'll be a, an interesting year for the Ravens. They'll definitely make playoffs, uh, 100%. But I, I, I just don't see them doing that well offensively. But let's go on to number three. Who do you have for uh, number three? For number three, I put the Packers. I think the Packers um, getting back Randall Cobb is going to be major for them. Mm-hmm. I think getting back Aaron Rodgers, even though he was sort of throwing dirt at them, I think it's a major win for them. Aaron Rodgers, obviously, last year's MVP, fantastic quarterback. Yep. My second favorite quarterback ever after Peyton Manning. Uh, I think I think he I think he can make he can make the most out of this situation and maybe I think hot take for before the season starts I think we see the Packers in the Super Bowl. Oh, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised because this is this is a uh, the last dance for apparent with uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams apparently. Mm-hmm. So this is probably their last year. And yeah, I have I have Packers on as three as uh, as well. Um, I think I think Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, has the best chance to win MVP again out of every single player in the league. I definitely think he can do it again because he has a vengeance to show that he's still a great quarterback and to show not it's not even just to show for the team, it's to show to other teams what he can do for their team next season because he's not he's gonna leave the Packers, and it's either he's gonna retire or he's going to just go to a different team. And that's going to depend on how he plays this year. So I definitely got the Packers. They have a, one of the best offenses. They got a great defense. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely a great team. Yeah. All right, let's go to the top two. Who you got for number two? Number two, I have, uh, I have the Buccaneers. Mm. I think even though they won the Super Bowl, I think with Tom Brady, obviously, even though he seems to not age, <clears throat> I think every every year at the beginning of the year, people are going to say he's going to drop off. And with him being, what, 40, 44 now, 43? I think so. I got to look this up. He's I don't 44. Know. He's 44. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's finally time for him to slow down. And I think that this is going to be the year that he does slow down. Not saying he's going to have a bad year because it is still the GOAT. Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely think he's going to slow down, and that's why I don't have the Buccaneers at number one. I agree. But I, I think Tom Brady will do well this season. I mean, I, yeah, I have the Bucs at two also, but I, I think the Tom Brady will do well this season, even though, yeah, he's getting older and he's going to regress this season. But 
I don't think it'll be too much, but the the main reason why I have the Bucks at number two is because the team I had at number one just got so much better. Like, I mean, the Bucks were able to keep every single uh, person on the starting position, which I think is fantastic. But, I mean, it, it's just – I don't think they, they're going to have enough because a lot of the guys are getting older. But um, for – for number one, I think it's pretty obvious, and I'm sure you have the same as well. The Chiefs, um, yeah. they're just so good. They're just so good. There are literally no weaknesses in this team. I think Patrick Mahomes, possibly, arguably, the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Travis Kelsey, oh, 100%. Definitely, definitely the best tight end in the NFL. You've got Tyreek Hill. Uh, you have Kareem Hunt, who isn't as good as he was before he hit women, but he's still, he's still a good player. Um, and then their defense, there's just no holes in this team. And with the, with, the, um, with the trades that they made and the signings that they, 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 they plugged the only hole that they had in their team, which was their offensive line. So I, I see the Chiefs <clears throat> winning it all this year. Yeah, no, I see. I definitely see them um, winning it all as well. I mean, they pretty much everything that you were saying is a hundred percent right. I mean, they have a fantastic offense, fantastic defense, great coach and Andy Reid, and I mean, the reason they lost the Super Bowl. I mean, they they a hundred percent could have won the Super Bowl, but the reason they lost was I think the coaching was just not strong. I don't think they were prepared enough, and obviously their defense was not did not play as well. But also their offensive line was awful. Yeah was awful and now they pretty much improved at every single position in the offensive line in the center offensive guard tackle and and then you've got joe thuny from the patriots which was a huge upgrade for them and now they have one of the best offensive lines in the in the the nfl so i think i think this super bowl is the chiefs to lose and and not any other way like it, it's theirs. The only thing they need to do is not mess up. Yeah, I mean, this is the Chiefs are going to become in, into, in my opinion, they can uh, start to turn into the 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 best team of all time in the next few years, and we're going to see them evolve into that because of I, all. I definitely think that they're going to start a dynasty like uh, Tom Brady did with the Patriots. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna become into. A, a team going to be like the Patriots, the Steelers, the Cowboys, where they've had years and years of Super Bowls and and, win, and being so great. And this is this is going to be – I mean, I could see him be like a Bill Russell and win back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back Super Bowls, just like that. Mm-hmm. So that was our top five. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you very much for watching. Make sure to tune in to our next episode.